0: We turn to Liam Mayo of The River Reporter. Liam, thank you for joining us once again. Hi, Jason. Thanks for having me back. So um, I know you're looking at a couple stories. We're going to get to our own election coverage in the second half of the show, but uh, The River Reporter's got profiles on uh, some of the candidates uh, running, too. What are you looking at? Yeah,
1: so, like— everyone in the county, we're keeping an eye on the upcoming election. And in this week's edition of the paper, we have profiles of the candidates for the New York State Supreme Court third judicial district. So there are four candidates vying for three seats on that court. Um, It's a court or the seat would be a term of office for 14 years uh, over a district that includes Sullivan County, as well as Albany, Columbia, Green, Rental Year, so, Harry and Ulster. Um, the sort of full profiles are a little lengthy to get into here, but I'll just mention that the candidates are Sherry J. Brooks, uh, who's currently working sort of in family court, county court, and state Supreme Court, all. Uh, David C. Lynch, um, who has spent 13 years in the Albany County District Attorney's Office. Uh, Richard Rivera, who currently serves as a judge in the Albany Family Court. Um, So those three candidates are the Democratic candidates running. There is also one Republican candidate running, a Republican conservative, uh, Dana Salazar, who um, does a number of things, uh, founded Salazar and Erickson legal firm, uh, specializing in civil litigation, also does uh, legal work for children and parents in Columbia County, and uh, is part of the Special Appellate Council for Rensselaer County. So uh, for the full profiles on that, the uh, River Reporter either on newsstands or online at riverreporter.com.
0: Okay, great. And uh, there's a new river access site in White Mills, Pennsylvania. How did that come to be?
1: Yeah. Uh, so this has come to be as part of a sort of long-running initiative. Uh, it's led by members of the Lackawaxen Trails Group, and it's one of a number of river access sites and trails planned along the Lackawaxen River between Wayne and Pike counties. Uh, so this particular river access point onto the Lackawaxen River um, is at the White Mills Recreation Park. Uh, and it was officially opened with a ceremony on October 27. Um, but there are also uh, other sort of parks either already completed or in the works. There was a public access site completed at Hawley's Bingham Park and two additional ones are planned for the near future. One in Honesdale at the former industrial point and another at Indian Orchard.
0: Okay, and can you tell us anything about this site and and why it was chosen? Yeah.
1: um, When they were sort of picking out this trail or this our river access point, there were a couple of reasons why people thought this would be the ideal point to do it. Um, <clears throat> one of these reasons is uh, that this area is about like halfway between Honesdale and Holly, and uh, it is especially friendly to novice boaters. So it has fewer areas of swiftly flowing water, it's kind of a smaller river, so it's easier to get closer to the wildlife in the area. So having a river access point on in a place like this on a river like the Lackawaxen River um, contributes a lot to outdoors recreation um, in maybe ways that a bigger river access point on something as sort of intimidating as the Delaware River uh, maybe would not.
0: Right. And it sounds like there's some uh, inherent increased safety uh already baked into just the the site selection
1: yeah safety baked into site selection and i'd also imagine the uh putting in of a like official public access point uh with like this one has amenities like a specific concrete boat launch as well as an ada walkway to the riverfront having kind of an official access point helps people get in the water and maybe avoid the incidents that would happen if they're just trying to put their boats in on their own.
0: Okay, and finally, um, I think this is a story that we've been following for a while. You and I is the town of Highland and former Constable uh, Mark Anthony. Uh, What's the latest on this story, if you want to give folks a refresher?
1: Yeah, uh, so the story is... uh, there is a legal dispute between Mark Antony, who used to serve as a constable in the town of Highland, as well as the town of Highland itself, about sort of how he was released from employment. Uh, Highland chose last year to dissolve its constable's department um, while it was investigating uh, members of the constabulary, primarily Mark Antony, for uh, different allegations of misconduct. And what Mark Anthony is sort of alleging is that the town chose to dissolve the entire department as a way of getting rid of him without uh, offering him the uh, rights of sort of self-defense that you would uh, normally have if you were getting fired as a civil employee, like the rights of redress, the rights of like having the reasons for your firing, hard. Um So that's what Mark Antony is alleging in this legal filing. What the town is alleging is that, in its defense, in its it really did choose to dissolve the entire department for reasons beyond Mark Antony. So there was this investigation into the department, but the reason the town chose to um Dissolve the constabulary had more to do with the uh, money angle. Uh, the constabulary was more expensive than kind of the equivalent services provided by the sheriff's department, um, and the um, investigation sort of exposed that the department needed a lot of work done to it to bring it up to modern standards, which would have added even more like cost and burden upon the town. So. Mark Antony is alleging this was sort of a targeted decision at him, and the town is alleging that, no, this investigation just exposed that we shouldn't have had the constables at all.
0: What's the next thing that listeners should be watching for in this still unfolding saga?
1: I think the suit just continues to like bring out more information through the process of like legal filings about what happened with the constables. Which was kind of hotly contested at the time. Uh, The town has, um, yeah, the town's just been providing more information. Mark Anthony's been providing more information. But in terms of like things actually happening with it, we're still kind of waiting for a uh, decision to be made from the courts about this. So there's no news on that front as of yet. It's just more information coming out, shedding a little more light on the decision to. All the const- constables department last year.
0: Right. Leah Mayo, River Reporter, thank you so much for joining us again. Thank you for having me on, Jason.